Zoom ever annoy you guys to the fact that now you have to hit got it after it says recording in progress? Yeah, we're recording now, yeah. Sean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, welcome to a hero story. If, for the for a listener, if uh, you watch Timmy's talk, the beginning. Did of you Timmy's... say for the listener, like the one? Just well, one. according according to what is it? The NPR handbook. You're supposed to talk to the person as though they're singular, not plural. So it feels like you're talking directly to you. It's not right true. Right to There's you, Ronald McDonald. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> according to NPR. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Hero Story. Um, like Sean said, we did we brought back Timmy's Talk, which is a show that we talk about nothing, and it's only on YouTube. So if you want to hear us and JD talk about nothing, you can. JD is not here this week. He's currently getting a Medal of Honor for reading Invincible fully. <laughs> um, I don't know why they're giving him a medal. I was for wondering that. where you were going with that. And watching oh my Venom God, let there be Sean. twenty-five times what? Sean, Robbie Thompson wrote fucking uh, Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme. That series is fucking amazing. Okay, I gotta read that. I love his Suicide Squad run. Oh, I think, dude, it is, I think he's a great like writer. The, I want to like meet the best this guy. Team, it's like the best team book I've read in like fucking forever. It's oh, is, is that the one you're talking about with the multiple Sorcerer Supremes? Yes, yeah. That's the one? Like okay. Through time. It's so good. It's such an easy read. Anyway. And this is a comic <laughs> book podcast. <laughs> we talk about comic books. Yeah. But as because of that see. Zoom thing, that's why if you look at the start of Timmy's talk, I literally go, oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> I'm just there like, oh, I, I gotta start this out. I have to I hit the button. The <laughs> um, so we're doing something new this week, uh, since there's only three of us, and there's not too much news, and there's not too much comics. If you only care about comics, uh, we're reading or we're reviewing Thor issue 20, which is the first appearance of God of Hammers. Oh, wait, not you are. Oh, I am. Dark Knights <laughs> of Steel number three, and I'll talk Dark Batman Steel. 119, I believe. Did you read Son of Kal-El? Oh, no, I have it. It's right there. It's so good. <laughs> Really? So good. Really? I haven't read it yet. I actually forgot it, it came out. It had one of the best moments I've ever seen. It's so good. Really? Uh, Hunter, you read it now and we'll just vamp. I caught the variant cover. God oh damn God. it. You, you and your, your variants. Fucking variants, dude. Yeah, did, you, did you see the message I sent in the chat? Yes, I did. Yeah, because well, literally, like, Hunter's like, you know what? I'm finally going to tell my comic shop owner to get the main covers. I was like, well, I can't wait to see this fall apart so fast that Hunter walks out of there with five, like, one to 25 <laughs> ratio variants. <laughs> and he spends, like, 150 bucks yeah. because he asked for main covers and somehow got the most expensive variants possible. I'm getting the main covers again in, like, two weeks. But, yeah, I've, I've been buying. Yeah, that's what he tells you about taking stuff off your pull list, though. He says, don't worry, I still got the next three coming, and then after that, you know, you're done. And then it keeps going. So in news of the week, um, <laughs> we, got, we got some news this week. Um, let's you're just, such a sucker. <laughs> let's just uh, let's get to the small stuff, then we'll get to the big stuff. Thor 4, concept art of Thor and Jane in costume. Very good. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very good. Very Fucking good. awesome. Jane like, we already had. perfect. We already had that poster that showed us a little bit, but now we have this. Yeah, which shows and the full looks, suits. Yeah. Thor reminds me of Jack Kirby. Like, a lot of circles, a lot of bright colors that don't necessarily match, but it works. Yeah, blue and gold. I love it. It's yeah. just, like, so in your face. I'm like, yep, cool. Yeah, sounds good. And then we also got a... Uh, do you see the behind-the-scenes look at uh, Valkyrie's new suit? No. Oh, yeah. No, it's similar. Yeah. It's, like, similar style. Yeah. Very complicated sort of costume. Is it, Google like, it bright colors? No, it's it not looks it colors. looks like a Thor suit in the sense that it has like the circles, the so, six yeah, circles, the seals. Yeah, oh, I forget what they're called when Odin's like ripping them off. You're unworthy. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> I forget what he says. Does he, but... call, does he call them anything? I feel like they're representative of something. I feel like they're representative of the realms or something. Yeah, but yeah. He's like, I you're unworthy it. of the realms you serve. That's definitely not how Anthony Hopkins talks. <laughs> no, nah, that wasn't bad. No, that wasn't bad. You're, you're okay, Sean. You actually pro- <laughs> probably put more effort into that than Anthony Hopkins did in his performance for those first two movies. <laughs> He's not Hunter bad in the first one. He did a good job. He did an okay job. And did, wasn't it wasn't it that for the third one, like he wasn't going to be in it, but then he read the script and he was like, "Oh, I have to be." In yeah, this. but he also gave his best performance in that very short window yeah. of time. Hunter, your beanie is definitely inside out. There's no way that that seam. It's not. It's, it's part, that of, the, how it looks? part of the design. Yep. Unless like your you. girlfriend like sewed I bought that it. for you and it's special. You bought oh, it no. for you. That actually then... makes a lot of sense. That that's the kind of taste you would have anyway. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't find this. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah. It's it's fits the rest of them. I think we can all agree that Jane has the standout costume. Yeah, well, hers is like, I was looking Maybe. side by side at a picture of her in the comic. There's like, it's it's the suit. It's the same suit. I think yeah, it helps I... that she was designed in like 2013. So... Yeah, you don't have to update it for the screen or anything. Yeah, just, not... just put that costume in there. Yeah. Exactly. It's the same with like Sam Wilson Cap. Like they didn't really update much because they it's just changed pretty... the circle aspect of it's it. It's already a pretty it. modern looking suit. It's I can't like... believe they're actually like they're doing it. Like mm-hmm. you said that. God, you ask me... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's what it is, man. Like I remember I still remember walking out of Endgame. You know, my heart broken, but still happy because it was so cool. And I went, I'm I think I'm just done with Marvel, man. Never would I have predicted that I they the fucking same somehow convince Natalie Portman to come back and play Jane Jane Foster as Thor. Like, there's no way I would have predicted that. That being said, that's probably more predictable than what they did with Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I still can't believe So, like, it's just amazing to me that between all of these things that are happening now, it, anything could happen. We think, like, everything is so absurd right now. But spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home and Hawkeye in four, three, two, one. <laughs> but a year ago, I would have said that fucking Netflix Kingpin and Charlie Cox's Daredevil coming back was the most insane idea and that you're an idiot for believing it. But anything can happen now. It's just mm-hmm. like, how exciting is that now that mm-hmm. I can like, you know, I'm already excited for Armor Wars, right? Because it's Rhodey. It's my boy. He's finally getting his own story. But I'm like, God, they could fucking put anyone in that show. Like, who knows who's going to show up? It's it's so cool. They could just do anything. That's true. Like yeah. Marvel is in this stage in stage four. Stage four, phase four, four, where they can just do whatever they want and they can go fucking crazy with it and we're all along for the ride. And then on the other side, DC is like, we might reboot and get a new Justice League. And we're all like, what is (laughs) happening? (laughs) Yeah, it's... I was talking to Harper two days ago where I was just like, isn't it crazy how in the next Avengers movie or maybe Avengers 6, uh, we're going to get probably another Avengers Assemble scene, but it's going to be Sam Wilson Cap and Daredevil's going to be in that crowd. And, like, the thing oh. from the Fantastic Four is going to be there. Yeah, Maybe yeah, Wolverine. It's going like, like, to be such a weird, eclectic mix of characters, you know what I mean? That we never would have predicted. It's going to be awesome, like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just excited, you know? And I would never would have expected you being, like, the biggest Iron Man guy, being like, I think I'm done after Endgame, and then to come back because of Spider-Man and Thor. I, <laughs> I was the I same know, way. I know, I know. I was the I same way because part of me was very worried or at least, like, scared to be like, oh, we're going to be doing TV shows. Like, you know, you want it to be the that. Netflix yeah. shows to be a part of it, but I was scared that now it was actually doing 
TV shows and movies and everything's interconnected. I was worried about how that was going to go, but it's, it's obviously good. worked out well. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I still think, I still wish they just did the movies. I think doing like MCU marathons, there's no longer a thing with these shows. Well, no, I mean, MCU marathons kind of stopped being a thing around phase three anyway. Cause mm. like you do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're like 20 something movies deep and they're <laughs> yeah. all at least two hours. That is at minimum two days without sleep. So yeah. like really, well, you're I mean, looking at pause, three to four. Like, yeah, no, obviously, but that's not like that's not. Hey, let's come over and have a movie marathon for the weekend. That's like, all right, I've booked off a week on the holidays. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna sit there. We're, We're not gonna, gonna watch Thor two. I've saved up my vacation days. I'm finally putting in my time. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> but like the MCU now, at this point, if you just jumped onto it now, it would be like jumping onto comics for the first time where people would go, <laughs> uh, just read like these ones and like skip, you know, whatever the fuck. Don't watch Eternals. Don't watch Thor 2. Just go to this. Like, it's crazy. I mm -hmm. agree with the, I agree with the Disney Plus shows in the sense that I think maybe some of the ones they've chosen, I'm like, like, that's what you chose. Like, I enjoyed Loki, but I'm also like, I don't give a fuck about them going forward with that. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, when the like, season two is coming, I was just like, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. And I you hear you I'll hear like it. the violins. You're like, mm -hmm. what? How's it go? The dun dun dun. I don't know. I just stopped this podcast. <laughs> yep. Dead. Yeah. 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 No, no, I agree with you, Sean. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, but like the the concepts for for the shows, I like some of them. I'm like. You know, I think to most people who aren't like diehard War Machine or Iron Man fans, they probably look at Armor Wars and go, they're doing a roadie show, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I feel about like Miss Marvel. I'm like, I don't really, I don't really feel anything towards this. Like or they're going really hard with these shows. Secret Invasion, I feel like that could have been so an Avengers weird. movie. Yeah, and like Secret like, Invasion's secret, gonna yeah, be a weird invasion, one. Yeah, that's that, that's a really a weird one. But like the Avengers ones that I think. Event. But I feel like their lineup should have been more like like Marvel Netflix, where it was like a few characters and they sort of build them up. Like Moon Knight and She-Hulk, those characters to me should have their like Disney Plus series. That makes just so much sense mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. As much as like I enjoyed WandaVision for like eight out of nine episodes, again, that was a series that by the end of it, you're like, okay, that was a cool like... It was, was a cool awesome. concept I'll to probably see. never like, watch it again. It was but cool for yeah, the exactly, experience. Exactly. I don't think it's ever going to be as good as waiting for each episode to come out. Like, I feel it. like That's I feel like you lose so something nice. by binge watching it because yeah. you don't have the theories of oh, what's going to happen Mr. next. Yeah, Miss But even then, it's not like I've seen Daredevil four times, and I'll watch it a fifth oh. time. Oh my god! Daredevil. I watch Dead. I watch Daredevil like every <laughs> six months because I go, oh man, I should probably like be doing other things. And then I'm like, oh, I watch Daredevil, and then I get like the first episode in, and then I'm like taken back to 2015, and I'm like, oh my god, life is amazing. God yeah. is good. The world I'll put is it on in the background. I'll be like making dinner, and then I hear Matt be like, let the devil out, and then I'm like on the couch sitting. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I have it's seen like, so I've seen the God. first episode of Daredevil so many times because whenever I'm hanging out with a friend and they're like, "Hey, what do you want to watch on Netflix?" I go, <laughs> "Have you seen Daredevil?" <laughs> and I just see that same episode over and over to introduce them to it. But it's, it's that's good. me with the first episode of Scrubs. I've watched the first episode of Scrubs so many times because I've gone to like rewatch it and I've then watched the first episode and been like, "Boy, I remember that episode really well." And then I like get distracted by other things and then I don't watch. And then the next time I go back. I'm like, I guess I better watch the first episode again. <laughs> I've done that like seven times. <laughs> that episode's so 
I love Scrubs, man. It's my shit. Yeah, it's worth it then. Uh, I guess continuing through news, um, just going off with the Thor thing, E-Tree is also returning? Yeah, good. Because, mm-hmm. like... I, now he's a know, character. character was, <laughs> yeah, that character was cool in, in, like, you know, Infinity War, but it's like, you know, do something with him. Where's the handle? Yeah, it's so also like... He it's needs the axe. If you've got Peter Dinklage in the MCU, use yeah. Peter Dinklage, man. Yes. Like, you've got him. Like, f- spread him out, bro. Like, he's there. Absolutely. And- and he was so good at just the little bit. Yes, that's what killing what you killing means. You means. <laughs> yeah, he was. And he's like uh, the he's the lone survivor of his his race essentially. So yeah, it'll be, exactly. It'll be cool because in the comics they're they're usually all alive, and it's also a realm, and they live on a planet, not a mm. starship. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a planet that's... that they're on. But okay. Uh, anyways, I guess I was explaining when we started this episode, but I forgot. But we're doing. Harper, idea. you want to explain? Oh, uh, uh, wait, just... that's all the news? No, we can continue news, but I'll... I was like, wait, hold on, we're already starting, starting that? Or... Well, <laughs> I mean, the title of this episode will probably be A Hero Story Episode, Who Gives a Fuck? Um, and yep. then the the title will probably be Comic Book Debates, because we're going to just give each other some questions. Like, I will put out a question, or actually, I'll go hunter for or against and then he'll pick mm-hmm. one and then i'll say the question and so it'll be randomly distributed on you know what side you're on and then mm-hmm. you know hunter debate. might open 30 seconds then sean will rebuttal then hunter will have another 30 seconds then sean will finish it mm-hmm. off and then i will go okay here who's who convinced me and uh, we're gonna try another one very very desperately mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna try and be non because i have questions here that i know which side i agree with but it depends on the argument whether yeah. or not like mm-hmm. you know so we're gonna really try but we've done the quiz a few times and as much as i fucking love the quiz i was like we've got to do some different games because we can't keep doing the quiz every time i would <laughs> yeah. do the quiz every fucking week like i I'm love okay the quiz, that, yeah. <laughs> but i i we can't so like i think this is a cool thing we'll introduce it if people like it we might just do a few more and it'll be fun to like you know in Scott Snyder's Batman, do you think blah 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 was characterized whatever, and Mr. then it's going to be like, oh yeah. fuck, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Watch you guys try and like, like yeah. or or it'll just f- fade away, like when uh, Hunter and JD used to do the history of like characters. Oh yeah, which we have, did do that. It happened for like <laughs> two, three episodes, and then just we never the again. Of, like, do you know uh, what like I do? America, you know yeah. what I'm thinking. You what? know what I'm thinking, and I, 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 we'll, we'll say this now, and I'll fuck everyone else here. Although Sean, you've never even been a part of this, so it doesn't matter. A hero, a, a hero story, a Star Wars story, story <laughs> episode two coming in February. Whenever Boba Fett finishes, we have to do I think it. That's February, yeah. Yeah, we have to do it. I mean, there's a big Star Wars. You thing said out. we the have to do thing... Timmy's talk, and we did Timmy's talk. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm fucking carrying this this fucking network now, <laughs> man. We're, like we're I'm do, making I am... back book club. <laughs> doing book club. We're yeah. doing book club. Armor <laughs> Wars, fucking... the Guardian we're... Devil. We're doing Star Wars, uh, a hero story, a Star Wars story, episode two, the book of Boba Fett. I am Is it only- good? It's all right. Anyway, it's all right. I'm only watching it for the character. Uh, the story right yep. now, I'm just kind of like, all right, but uh, how do I pronounce it? Tamora Morrison? Is that Tamora it? Morrison? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's great. Like he's, oh, that's all gosh. I'm watching it for. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll get to it in about hell, a month. We'll get to it in about a month and a half. But I'm yeah. just so happy that dude has been given work. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah, look at him go. He's fine. Jabba he's... ruled with fear. I intend yeah. to rule with respect. Like he's so good. He's so good. So, yeah, he's so I guess good. we're doing that soon. We'll just continue with anyway. the news of the week, though. Yep. <laughs> well, we're doing the debate this episode sometime. Yep. Um, for DC uh, news, flash leaks. 
Oh, uh, more? There's more? We never talked about more. it. We've never talked about it. Oh, we've not spoken about those. Oh, wow. Oh, the reset? So, so for those who don't know, there's a big <sighs> flash leak with uh, a lot of sources saying this, but a lot of reliable sources too. Yeah, there's a few. Pli- there's like the Hollywood Reporter. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh no, <laughs> this, this is legit. <laughs> Essentially like, if saying... it's like Variety or Deadline or the Hollywood Reporter, I'm like pretty confident. They, they basically, the leak is what we knew, but now it's like saying what we didn't know. So they're doing Flashpoint, well, Flashpoint in a way where <laughs> they're not making a Flash movie, they're using a Flash movie to yeah. reset the DCEU, resetting the timeline to create a new clean state. So then going forward for DC films, it won't be confusing why Ben Affleck's not there. Uh, <laughs> so the leak is essentially um, bad for us. <laughs> no more, no more Cyborg. No more Ben Affleck really? Batman. No more. Oh wait, no, there's no. Yeah, there was no way they were going to bring him that back. Which is sense. like, I was so, talking to a friend. It's funny with Ray Fisher. Like when he made all the allegations, like people were up in the. I mean, I was up in the air. I didn't know what to believe. And then mm. when you know the Snyder cut did finally came out, and we saw, oh, he actually was a massive part of this movie, and they cut like everything, everything. theatrical release. I was like. Oh, that's very validating for Ray Fisher because he kept talking it up like you're finally gonna see like my story, and then I was like, oh, he wasn't he wasn't kidding. Like, yeah, I remember the story, story of him after seeing it, where he's like, just watch that Snyder, you know, Jack Zack mm. Snyder's Justice League. He was so excited. Oh, he was so happy. He was the happiest but man like, alive. But now he doesn't. But he was he was arguably the worst character in the theatrical cut, in my opinion. He was because he was so yeah. fucking. Nothing. I think it would be I think it would be either him or Aquaman. In the, in well, the yeah, but at least Aquaman was like, my man, and he was being a dickhead. Like, <laughs> he was, like, like, exciting. But Cyborg was just nothing, and then he was, like, the best character in the Snyder Cup. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. amazing to me, the one fucking 80 that happened between those two cuts. Well, the they did cut, like, an hour from him, so... Oh, my God. Kind of makes sense. But, yeah, um, essentially, Flash, when he... So, I'll just go over the full leak in general. Yeah. The opening scene of this movie is a Justice League scene showing that the Justice League is active. Uh, Gal Gadot was on set um, ben A- with Ben Affleck and Jason Momoa's rumor. Some sources said Jason Momoa, some people didn't. And there's a scene where it's Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, maybe Aquaman taking down some criminals, essentially. Very similar okay. to Flashpoint Paradox animated. I was going to say, it sounds very much like mm-hmm. the animated movie. Yeah. No Superman, yeah. though. Superman no is apparently Superman. only in this movie on a TV screen using old footage from Man of Steel. Wow. So, okay. essentially... He's the best one of them! I know! <laughs> like, I don't know. That like, he was... it's Henry Ca- Henry Cavill goes into every project like, I'm a, ma- I'm a massive bloody fan of this. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm on like, The Witcher. I'm so I know more about The Witcher than... Fuck. He knows more about The Witcher than whoever wrote the fucking Witcher, man. And he's the lead <laughs> in that show. He's so passionate about Superman, and they're just like, let's not bring him back. Yeah. Like... Exactly. Like, how, he, how do you... I still... How do you fuck up Superman? You have the perfect Superman. How do you fuck that up? Oh my god! Like I still I love just, the story of. About this... oh, no, sorry, you're first. I'm sorry. No, I'm just because I'm just thinking about like every time I think of Henry Cavill, I'm like, wow, he got shafted. And then I think of Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm like, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. But Warner Brothers can't fuck together Superman well once. Like they can't mm. do him well. At all, you have the perfect, perfect guy playing him too. Oh, he's so bad. If I, Henry Cavill ever plays Superman again, that'll be like an atrocity on the scale of the biggest. That's like a Pompeii level atrocity. Like Marvel had Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, which is perfect casting, and then you have the perfect Superman, and you're not gonna use him. 
<laughs> yeah. I still I still love the story of him getting cast as Superman, where he's like, "Yeah, I missed the call because he was uh, playing telling World me of Superman." <laughs> Why? Oh yeah, I was playing World of Warcraft. I was in a raid. Like, what was I supposed to do? You heard the do? phone ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Henry Cavill is just the best. <laughs> but yeah, I guess oh, uh, they're not going to use him. Then the whole Flashpoint, he goes through different universes, which we already knew including Michael Keaton's universe, which is apparently the last Earth he goes to. And then by the end of the movie, he goes back to the regular timeline, but things have merged. Michael Keaton is now in the main universe, and he is going to be the main Batman, kind of, because he ends up giving the mantle to Batgirl. So Batgirl, for the Batgirl HBO Max movie, will be the main Batman in the DCEU. Uh, The final scene in the movie is Flash, uh, Supergirl from this movie, and Shazam deciding to form a new justice league <laughs> what a fucking shazam yeah. Collection. yeah interesting okay yeah. what a missed opportunity to have michael keaton like pass on the mantle to batgirl instead of having michael keaton be training terry mcginnis yeah mm. they, they're essentially doing Same. that story but it's not they are beyond. but it's not <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not that oh, so to play to play devil's advocate with it and everything i do feel like you know every story is one that we haven't like if we haven't seen source material for it we're going to be adverse to it maybe it could be good i don't have much hope i feel like the action but, will be great at you least know, so you say that, Sean, but I've never read a Spider-Man comic. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and I wasn't thing, adverse. But like, the thing is, like, you know, hearing like Michael Keaton's Batman passing the mantle off to Batgirl, that could be good. It just it has to be, be yeah. done well. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm like, not expecting it from a from an Ezra Miller Flash movie that it's going to be done well. Like mm-hmm. this movie wrapped filming over the summer, and Batgirl was like casted in like the summer. So I feel like this is like a final. <laughs> decision yeah. kind of thing like they, it wasn't planned when they were shooting the movie and then they they're just like ah oh, we don't really have an ending uh yeah we don't have a bad pick a name out of the hat pick a character out of the hat who are we gonna get <laughs> exactly so it's like those memes where it's like all right we have an animated movie coming out who's gonna voice the main like, character I can just picture the chris final Pratt. scene okay of... <laughs> next character here garfield like, chris pratt i could just picture this final scene of like barry supergirl and shazam just looking at each other, smiling. No dialogue. <laughs> it's like, wh- why the hell is Shazam here? Because <laughs> apparently he's funny. only in the final scene, and it's to form a new Justice League. It's like, what? and then as Ezra Miller's Flash turns to Supergirl and goes, "What do you say, Girl of Steel? Uh, <laughs> why is he the one that? Scarlet why is he the one that remains? Why is it Ezra Miller's Flash that gets to stick around? Yeah, yeah. He's what the else worst. Is Ezra Miller in right now. Fantastic Beasts and yep, what? and this. <laughs> It's just, it, it's weird, because it's a Flash movie, you have all these characters, which should be exciting, but it's like, this is the worst possible outcome to having all these also, characters. Also, Warner Brothers, you don't actually have to make this movie to restart the universe. Just start making movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just make a Batgirl movie with Michael Keaton's Batman, and then just go, oh, people liked that, let's maybe merge them to get, like... Don't stop trying to make everything an event. Imagine if Iron Man came out and it was half origin story and then the rest of it was Iron Man forming the Avengers and then traveling through time to reset the universe and blah, blah, blah. Like, just just start. Just make a story. I just think make it's a Flash movie. The original director of the Flash, I forget his name, but he was going to have Flash go up against the rogues and then the very oh. end, Reverse Flash was going to be revealed. Oh, God, what was his name? Yeah. That's a Flash story right there. Flash versus the Personal, rogues. And then you have Reverse Flash at the end to set up a sequel. Like that's Personal 
personal opinion and thoughts, I th genuinely think that Warner Brothers doesn't want to hit the reset button and they don't want to admit that their earlier movies were bad. And so yeah, they, they want to keep try going forward. <laughs> oh, that, that was another thing in the leak. I forgot to write that just down. Just hit the reset button. It's okay. Flash was going to visit every DCEU movie and then it would show those those timelines being destroyed. He was going to visit Man of Steel and have it destroyed. Like, you see the That's world That's just destroyer. Crisis on Infinite Earths, then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that everything being wiped and out. And he going to visit Justice League, and it would be wiped out. Just the Snyder movies, though. Everything else would remain the same. It's I don't even weird. like the Snyder movies that much, man. But, like, how much of a prick do you want to be to that guy? Like, yeah. he's the... Like, Zack Snyder is the only reason that DC movies are currently relevant. Like, they had <laughs> no idea what to do. outside. Genuinely, outside of the Dark Knight trilogy... Warner Brothers had no fucking idea what to do with DC. Mm -hmm. Not since no the idea. 80s with Christopher Reeves. They were trying Reeves. to do Batman and Superman since like the early 2000s. They were trying to do fucking Justice League in the early 2000s. They couldn't get a fucking project off the ground. The only reason the Dark Knight trilogy happened is because Chris Nolan went, hello, I'm bloody Chris Nolan. I want to make a Batman. And they went, yep, done. And that <laughs> happened. But like everything else, it's like it's Zack Snyder's influence. I don't even really care for his work, but like... They casted Dwayne Johnson as a Shazam think, villain in 2007. <laughs> I think Batman versus Superman is like, it's like watching someone like cut their wrist and slowly bleed to death. It's that level of boring. But at least it I, was like you know relevant. What? I will say the Ultimate Edition or whatever, the extended no, cut, no, the three hour just, one. No, it's good. No. I actually, it's I good. can sit through that and be like, all right, better movie. Yeah, but when, that when should that have been in the out. theater. Yeah, but I agree. But when that yeah. came out, people were like, oh, theatrical here, ultimate cut up here. It's more like this. It's I saw like, Batman v Superman with my mom. I just realized that. Oh my God. Is that why she left? That makes so much Because <laughs> there's some proud to see BVS. I love BVS, and I, I'm not going to defend it anymore because I, I understand it has flaws. See, Snyder fans, you could you can like a movie and not defend it. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, I totally you know, understand like, why people hate this movie. I totally get why people say it's bad. I like it, but I'm not going to defend it. <laughs> you don't also, yeah, you don't have to be a prick about it. Like, there's plenty and, of things. Yeah. All also, I will, tell, I will sit here right now and tell you that Alien Three is underrated. But I also know there's a million people who go, "How the fuck do you like Alien Three? That movie is garbage." Well, there's a lot with Alien Three though, where there was an original script. Because I have, I have a coworker yeah. who is an William. Aliens die hard like in his office if you sit down for an interview with this guy i would beat him. it is just alien him. statues and <laughs> hot toys staring at you the from debate. the desk invite him to the you know you know you know you know you know that's and, a, and that's he's, he's that, talked to me about it yeah that's a movie that has an alternate cut that is far and away better than the theatrical cut the alien oh. 3 assembly cut is like whole different movie man it's so much better mm -hmm. so much better holy shit anyway but yeah flashly that's our thoughts good. on that girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have to, granted, maybe they're not real, but everyone's saying they're real, so I feel like it's kind of real. So. Granted, it's not. Gr it's Ezra. <laughs> also, James Gunn and Dwayne Johnson both went on to say they don't know who Superman oh. is in the DC. Oh yeah. <laughs> so blood shorts. Blood. I can't even talk. Blood shorts. <laughs> I was trying to say blood sport shot, and I just could not. Blood do it. shorts. Uh, 
James okay, maybe like, we should yeah, put that away. Shot, saw Superman. We don't know. Yeah, who. but we don't know which blood Superman. Shorts. <laughs> blood shorts. Blood shorts. are good. Um. So you guys want to do a do a? I haven't even thing? finished my glass of Moscato. <laughs> it's blood shorts. Anyway. Do you guys want to do debates or comics? Yeah, I need to come up with one. Do you guys have three debates? I, I have two. I haven't thought of a third yet. Okay, you guys keep yeah, thinking. I'm going to talk about comic books. Yeah, All do right, comics then I'm gonna... first. Oh, wait, no, I do have three. I have three. Um, oh, okay. I'll make this quick then. Well, I'm not going to pick up my Thor, because Thor number 20 was the first appearance of the God of Hammers, which is a strange idea. I'm only liking it because it's Donny Cates, and I know it's kind of like they reveal this villain. But they don't do the whole evil plan kind of thing. It's like when heroes meet a villain, they're just like, why have you done this? And they go over their monologue. We saw the villain. We don't know why they're doing this. So Itri's I've dead. I've got my third question. We can move on. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Itri's dead. That's all I'll say. We, like, okay. God of Hammers I saw that. the dwarf. She, uh, God of Hammers I haven't read it yet. every single dwarf in Nidavalaire. So, There's one guy who is so excited to hear you talk about Thor, and then I just came up with the most basic ass question. <laughs> okay, it's good. Mjolnir is a villain, which I find is weird. The hammer's alive. What? Like, yeah. So Jason Aaron had it. So yeah. then the hammer was made because Odin had the story. Wait, 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 wait. Who is Donny Cates writing this? Yeah. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, that? because remember that Thor became a no. herald of Galactus, and no, you couldn't no. think of that for the quiz. No, question. the reason the reason I say that is because you say, "Yeah, Milner's alive, and he's like a bad guy." That is the most Donny Cates thing ever to to like take a thing. I can't believe his Doctor Strange did have the cloak of levitation, like being an ancient god that wants to actually choke Doctor Strange to death, but can't quite do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> However, the most, most how- Donny Cates thing in the world is to take a thing that we have known one way for like 80 years and then just go, what if it was this though? <laughs> like, yeah. I love yeah, Donny But Cates. you know what? He does a great <laughs> job. He I have does full, a great job. I have a like, full, I can't, I have, yeah, you're right. full faith in Donny Cates with anything. Yeah. But like that concept, if you go, it's a Thor story where Mjolnir is like sentient and is the bad guy. Yeah, that's Donny Cates. There are two two writers that I feel you can hand them anything and expect greatness. Donny Cates, Tom Taylor. Yeah, I was about to say Tom Taylor. Give them anything. (laughs) They will do great things. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But yeah, essentially Mjolnir is alive. It has like a lightning body that it has a feminine figure. So not a guy, I guess. And yeah, she's uh, Thor's gonna fuck the hammer. Yeah. Oh, that's it's just like what Korg said. You let the hammer pull you off. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, you let the hammer pull you off. Donny K saw that scene and he just wrote that down. And now now we're seeing it. Write that down. Write that down. But yeah, it's confusing because like Mjolnir's been around for like 60 years in in the comics and now it's killing people. Like it it blows up Broxen on Earth, essentially. But we don't know why. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll do a debate now, and then I'll talk comics in between debates. How about? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Keep I mean, old... I read oh. comics, too. <laughs> I don't believe you. You're though. acting like you're the only one who read. <laughs> you're going to back me up for Dark Knights of Steel, though. I yes, have I a am. question that is really so good, good, but we don't have Are you going to gonna time? It. Are we going to time? Like 30, 30 seconds, yeah. I think you have to. Oh, Mike, mm-hmm. Mike, I should probably plug my computer in before that dies. <laughs> you just leave. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Holy um... Shit. I have a really good question. Can we start with it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, so, we've got to decide whether mm-hmm. we're like for mm-hmm. or against. Right Harper, first. for or against? Again, are we flipping a coin against. to see who chooses first? 
Well, I'll say I'm against Sean. What are you, you Sean? Prefer? Are you okay saying you're for this? Sure, whatever. Okay, interesting. Um, I'm passionately against. So, it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the question <laughs> is here. I'll get a timer up first. If Very you worried. were in the Marvel universe, okay, and you're a superhero in the Marvel universe, okay, would you sign the Superhero Registration Act? Who's who's going first? Harper, you're up. Three, two, one, go. Well, you said against, right, Harper? Am I going now? Yeah, go. The reason I'd be against it is because the limitations that are set with the Superhero Registration Act in the comics is far worse than the movie. Because in the comics, you almost can't do any sort of superheroing. You are literally a slave to a system, and you might want to help people. There might be people in peril, people dying, but you can't go out there and do anything about it. On top of that, the people that are closest to you are going to be in danger because this... This agency has all the has your name, has your identity. Time. And as we saw, fuck, I had a great point too. Okay, <laughs> ah! uh, you're up. I'm not going to be good at this. Ready? I don't like this. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> all right, so my points for it would be that it's hard to do superheroing and actually do the right thing if the government's against you and you're an enemy of the government. How are you supposed to help people? if you're seen in the public eye as being the villain and the enemy. And so not only do you have to deal with actual villains, but you have the government coming after you like you're a villain. So you're basically fighting two battles, just trying to do the right thing. And in terms of, you know, signing the act, it builds public perception and trust. Oh, that's it. That was it. (laughs) So now Harper has one comeback and then after you have a comeback and then I pick. You ready? Yep. Go. See, Sean, I disagree, because if we look at Spider-Man, arguably the best hero in the Marvel Universe, who has been doing good for the last 70 years, he's been branded public enemy number one his entire life, and yet has never strayed to go down the righteous path and do the right thing and save people, even refusing the superhero registration acts, realizing how detrimental they would be to the superhero community. I'm done. Wow. Seven seconds left, too. Fuck, that's a lot of seconds. <laughs> yeah, you could, uh, you it's, bad. Go it's bad. I don't it's like bad. it. It's bad. <laughs> Uh, you up, Sean? Uh, sure. Go. See, the thing is with the Superhero Registration Act, though, by having heroes' identities public, for people like Iron Man or Luke Cage, you see that it builds trust because you know who they are and you know they're identifiable. And so they're like for the... I can't, I can't defend this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had me for a bit. No, I can't. Like, with Luke Cage, yes, it makes sense where he's identifiable because he's, like, a man of the people. But in terms of Iron Man, I'm like, he's a prick. Sean, when you went, it builds public trust. Like, look at Iron Man. I just looked into the camera like, I don't know that, that public trust was really built for Tony I, I immediately thought of Iron Man number one with him on Twitter just being like, Thanks. Now I don't have Wi-Fi or whatever. Yeah, fuck you, dude. You prick. Like everyone hated him. But anyway, can't say this. Yeah, Harper, you win that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Here's the thing, Sean. You were talking about people with no masks, like Luke Cage. I'm like, okay. I also like agree with Sean in some areas too. It's like, God, the the idea of accountability versus oppression. There's a lot there. It's interesting because that's the thing that the comic book never really tackled. Like, (laughs) had something, then you just gave. I gave up because you know it kept echoing in my head. I was because Harper brought up Spider Man, and I'm just there like Aunt May got shot because Spider Man revealed his identity. <laughs> yeah, that was just echoing in my head. I'm like, 
can't really be for this because if you're yeah, it, it was a bit of a layup i mean it's a layup in the sense that like the the narrative in the marvel universe is that the superhero registration act was bad like, no. even before tony stark signed it he was like not a real big fan of this i'll be honest no. <laughs> that was a hard, like the yeah. only the only questionable thing captain america does in that series is work Just with the, the punisher it no, i was gonna say beat the well, shit he, did, he, did, he beat yeah he beat punisher up first beat like, him he didn't want to no he's... but, but anyway. cap is a fuckhead in that but anyway carry on uh, so but Tony stuff. like works with villains in that too. Like, someone... to, oh, it's a, yeah. I saw a comment. I saw a comment the other day. Someone was just like, "Civil War is so funny because you read the Iron Man issues at the time, which is like issue thirteen or fourteen, and it's Tony Stark like throwing up and almost drinking and being like so nervous about the superhero registration act because he's like, "Is this the right thing? I want to do the right thing." And he's like, "What if people get hurt?" And then it's like. Civil War One is him building like a Thor robot to go and kill other superheroes, yeah. like, and 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 he's like pressuring heroes to join. Him. Yeah, he's like it's a completely different anyway. Yeah, uh, but it does give one of the best Daredevil lines with the uh, now you have thirty two pieces of silver. Yeah, yeah. sleep yeah, well, Julius. Yeah. Uh, when do you guys want to ask a debate? Okay, I'll ask one for you too. I'll, I'll be okay. four if that's okay. I'll be four. Yeah. Oh God. Sean? I guess I'm against. <laughs> no, you don't. No, if you want to be, if you yeah, want to be you four, then I say we toss a coin. I don't care. Okay, you're against. I have them. a coin. I have All a right. coin right here. Sean, Sean's against though. I'm against. I'm against. Just do it. This is an Australian. Do it. Australian. This is an Australian twenty cent piece, which in America is worth negative forty dollars. So Superman's on a coin. <laughs> yeah. The question we've do got it. Hunter for Sean against. Should the Netflix Marvel shows outside of Daredevil, which technically already is, be canon to the MCU? Well, I'm for that. Okay. You have a timer? <clears throat> yep. Hunt, who wants to start? I'll start. Hunter, I guess. Four should start. Yeah. Hunter, go. Well, it already makes sense since Daredevil's essentially canon. And if Daredevil's canon, then Defenders is kind of canon too, because since Defenders has such a huge impact for Daredevil season three. And in that, he's just working with the other characters besides Punisher. But even then, Punisher's in season two. So if you're saying these other characters aren't canon, then it makes Daredevil's whole storyline doesn't really make sense. Done. Wow, you had seven seconds on the clock, too. Yeah, that was, was a, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> that was a good ass. That was a good ass point right yeah. towards the end there. Damn, Sean. <laughs> well, Go. if we're talking against, unfortunately, just because Daredevil's canon. It doesn't necessarily mean that the shows happened. It could be like comic book logic where things happen, but not exactly as maybe you thought them, you know, resets, etc. And also, we just had a movie with three Spider-Man who are all Peter Parker. So we understand variants. So it's very possible for the Netflix shows to be in the multiverse, in our universe, especially since we have actors like Mahershala Ali playing both oh. Cottonmouth and Blade. Yeah, I forgot so about that. Time, some... time, yeah. time. Oh, I forgot oh. about that. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is already the best one. This is the best one. Damn. Damn. Okay. Okay. Hunter. What? Yeah. Am I starting? Yeah. Wasn't there another character that appeared multiple times in the MCU? She was the woman in Civil War who's just Viola like, Davis. my son died. Yeah. She's in multiple things and it's fun. Oh, she's in Yeah, the that cage, just though. proves my point uh, in the sense that variants. Um, <laughs> I know yeah, we're supposed but, to be doing rebuttals, sorry. But like, <laughs> Daredevil is canon. We already know that. So it makes sense of the other. I'm just going to go back to my regular point. 
It makes sense. You know, we can't have Defenders without Daredevil Season 3. Ooh, yeah, that, time. That, that's, uh, that was a good it. last light. You managed to pull that back Ooh. from, like... I don't give up from... like you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, go. Okay, by bringing up Viola Davis's characters, where she was a mom and then Cottonmouth's uh, sister, you basically just... Oh, wait, what was... Well, I don't even remember her name. See, that's the problem with the Netflix shows. If you're going to make them all canon, you have to make Iron Fist canon and the second season of Luke Cage and the last two seasons of Jessica Jones canon, which in all honesty are not something that are MCU quality. <laughs> and so you shouldn't have them in the MCU. And it's very time, easy to time. shoehorn them yeah, into a multiverse. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so even... <laughs> That was good. You guys both had like A plus first rounds. Like I'm actually, I'm really struggling because Hunter, your point about, you know, all the other shows are so essential to, to Daredevil's kind of stories is very true, especially for Defenders. And I see it like, even if you just say it's very important that Defenders is there, then it's like by proxy, all the other things. Are, well, yeah, you know, even season two of Daredevil, Punisher is like a major part of that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. And God, actually, you could have won the battle, Hunter, if you had have just gone, oh, well, if you decanonize Punisher, then you don't get the no, 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 wait, wait, wait scene. And I like, oh, oh, he's right. You're right. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's really... out of line, but he's right. <laughs> but, but, but Sean is also right in the sense that they could go... Yeah, Daredevil, the TV series, is MCU canon, but the Netflix Marvel universe was a variant. Like, in that universe and the MCU, Daredevil happened the exact same way, but Defenders maybe happened slightly differently, so they could... Oh, my God, that's really... I almost want to go for, like, a third round, because <laughs> I'm actually... I'm really 50-50. My point's like... made. My point... I, I could say one more thing, maybe, but my point's made. I don't know. Like, that is... I've got to decide, don't I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Jesus. I'm gonna... Oh my god. I'm gonna have to give it. Sean, what was what was your what was your first point? <laughs> was that before there? The, it was Blade. Before the variant and Cottonmouth. Before the variant, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give it on sh to Sean. Oh. Just because... Oh. Hunter's second, like his rebuttal, was just a calamity. Even though he yeah, brought it back at the end, I think fair. I would have gone with Hunter. Just that first point that's you made, fair. Hunter, about like, you know, what what's the point in not doing it? Like it's there, it's already mm -hmm. like tied together. Just bring it over. Although Sean, I gotta say, <laughs> your last, your uh, this is such a long one. I really apologize to the listeners that I'm being such a bitch about this. <laughs> but Sean, your your point where you go, well. Yeah, obviously Daredevil, bring that across, and even Defenders, but you're like, Jessica Jones Season 3 and Punisher Season 2 and fucking Iron Fist, like, those aren't the same. Like, why would we want... Who gives a fuck? You are very right on that, so I'm going to give it to Sean. I was going to argue back with that if we had a third round that... I think... Thor 2 isn't that good, but it's still MCU canon. They talk about it in a good point, yeah. <laughs> the only exceptions to the rule of the set... Like, Daredevil every season is phenomenal... The only yeah. exception to the rule that, like, following seasons are better than the first for shows is Iron Luke Fist. Cage. Because oh. Iron Fist season one, no, I yeah, didn't like no, I, right, I didn't like right, Luke Cage right. season two. I thought season yeah, one right, was Iron better. Fist. 
Um, but Iron Fist is like the only exception. Like the rest of them, like Punisher, season two is not better than season one. Season one is phenomenal. And then season I two. Even, I didn't even get through season two. I couldn't do it. It's, you know what it is? It follows, I think, a CW issue where the CW for a lot of their shows, first off, CW shows. But a big thing I didn't like about the CW shows in later seasons is that they started, I know they said they were going for like arc graphic novel style, but they were breaking their seasons into halves. So you had like Mm -hmm. a villain for one half of the season and then you had another villain for the second half. So it was, you know, I can't remember the names. (laughs) It was like, I don't even know. It was the guy with the (laughs) flamethrower. Oh, (laughs) an arrow. Yeah, they and they like flash, they did like, like a they did the blood guy mirror master and then the blood yeah blood blood work, guy right? blood work that's yeah, it. And it blood shorts bo- and both oh, and blood, short. <laughs> blood short yeah yeah but like that's the thing so like punisher did that in season two where they had jigsaw but then they also had what was his name billy pilgrim right yeah um he was boring god yeah and like that's that's the problem and and also, Jigsaw could have been more interesting, but they, like, made it a love story type thing with his nurse. Like, they gave it a Florence Nightingale thing. And sorry, I didn't find it that interesting. Personal opinion, but... I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to one day finish Punisher Season 2 and watch, like, you the, know, Jessica the... Jones Season 3, just so I can, like, be like, man, remember when I used to be in this world, like, so many years ago? It'll be, like, nostalgia, even like, though it's not that good. The best part of Punisher is Frank Castle's inter... Of Season 2 is Frank Castle's interactions with... Uh, I forget her name, but the other character in that season, because it's, like, the daughter he didn't get to, oh, like, have growing right, up. Yeah. And that's, like, the best part. But the thing was, I found the first season better in the sense of getting Micro back to his family. Anyway, like, I'm for yeah. whatever your question is. <laughs> yeah, this has gone on 15 minutes. We keep minutes. getting onto like, <laughs> yeah. the Netflix Marvel shows on this podcast. I'm like, <laughs> this I could last them for 10 episodes. All right, I'm yeah. for Sean's point. Hunter, you okay with that? Okay, yeah, I'm against. Oh, so I, I give one now? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll go with the first one I had. And Harper, you're talking first, too. Have yeah. your time yeah. ready, too. Four, four or against? Four or against? I'm, Who's I'm four. I'm four. You're four? Hunter, you're against? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Should Harley Quinn be a member of the Bat family? <laughs> I win, you lose. <laughs> Who goes first? Uh, it's four. Harper, I think yeah. four always right. goes first. Harper, you lose. Yep. Go. Go. Oh, Char- I gotta well, be timing the- it, right? Hold on. Yeah, what? that's what we're waiting for. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Where's my, where's my timer at? That's Anywhere. why Harper's or That's why Punisher's right, saying like, it because he forgot to set a yeah. timer right, for right, the debate. Go. Okay. Well, the thing about Harley Quinn is, if you had asked me this five years ago, I would have been against it. But now, the way they've redeemed that character and actually put her in Batman comics has made her far more fulfilling to read. And so, seeing her interact with the other members of the Bat family and actually be more of a hero instead of an anti-hero or villain. I think has actually made her a better character. So by extension, including her in the Bat family, like with characters like Robin and Nightwing, kind of enriches her character rather than taking away from the rest of them, which is time again. There you go. Okay, okay I'm happy with that. <laughs> okay, not bad. That's all right. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Hunter, are you ready? Yep. <clears throat> all right. Go. She's killed children. <laughs> she's she's a murderer. She's killed a lot of people. Yeah, she's served time in jail, but she's broken out. It's not like you break out and that's okay. She's killed so many people. She should have a life sentence, but because, oh, she escaped, it's okay? 
oh, she saved a few people. Oh, that's okay. So if I went and I killed a child, I go to jail, and five days later I break out, it's okay because maybe I'll go help a child I'm... now? There we go. <laughs> 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 a fun harper. Just, just for, just for, just we have, you know, makes a better character. She killed children. She did. She blew up. She blew up an orphanage. All right, Harper, joking. ready? Yep. Go. I think the whole point of the Bat Family is redeeming people that you may think are not redeemable. You've got characters like Jason Todd and and Bruce Wayne who have done terrible things, but are trying to find redemption within this family. Now, Harley Quinn has committed atrocities on a scale hitherto undreamt of, but still, that character, much like a lot of comic book characters, lives in a hyper-real universe where you can try and feasibly redeem them by putting them in a superhero team and righting her wrongs just like they did with Jason Todd and Bruce Wayne time time that was actually perfect well okay it's perfect 30 seconds perfect 30 th- <laughs> all right hunter you ready yes <laughs> go this isn't titans uh jason isn't killing children he's not killing innocent people he's killing criminals bruce wayne he's beating on criminals harley killed innocent people because joker told her to and she was just okay with that that's even before she went all crazy. She was just in love with the guy. She was one of those, you know, those women that watch a bunch of serial killer documentaries. But she's actually in love with an actual serial killer. And it's like, oh, go kill those, go kill that six-year-old boy. And she's like, okay. And she does it. There's no redeeming to that. I feel like there's a there's a line where you can't Time. redeem yourself. I'm just going to say some more, too. <laughs> okay. uh, Hunter actually, like, said the line that I was trying to think of in the second thing, which is, like, the Bat family represents second chances. But I was just like, uh, redemption. Redemption. <laughs> redemption. I, I was, yeah, I won't say it. I was going to say some more stuff about the Bat family. Oh, okay, Sean. Sean. Don't See, decide in 15 minutes. Decide. I was going to say, my, my oh. this, this is also a tough one, I feel. Because, I mean, you brought, Harper brought up a very good point. As soon as he said Jason Todd in terms of redemption, because Jason Todd, like, it's still <laughs> canon that he decapitated like the heads of lieutenants and stuck mm. them in a duffel bag and mm-hmm. threw them in front of crime lords. That's mm-hmm. still canon because Roy that even dude. says in New 52 where Jason's like, I was never a crime lord. And then Roy goes, uh, a bag full of heads, <laughs> thanks to differ. But Hunter Hunter just has the, the trump card with <laughs> killing children and just yeah, like doing whatever. Like, and unfortunately, Harper didn't bring up Joker in the sense of her being, like, brainwashed or victimized and Well, it's because I didn't... I was trying to go with points that I somewhat believed, and I was like, I could play, like, the Tumblr fangirl card and go, it wasn't her fault, she was brainwashed and manipulated, but when Hunter says she killed children, that (laughs) rebuttal does not work. You know what I mean? Like, that Mm -hmm, rebuttal... You can only talk about the character after she's done the act and not, oh, but she didn't mean to, she was brainwashed. No, you've got to go for, like, the, well, what can she do now sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, in terms of it all, I gotta give it to Hunter. Yeah, I agree, but it was I a gotta good give argument. it to Hunter. I, I will even good, say, I, think... I, I still, I believe what I was saying. I don't think Harley should be a hero, but I think what they've done with her has been good development. Oh, it's That's been great. Thing. That's what I wanted. If, if we had more time, it would be good to dive into the universe, because I'm like, well, you look at the book she's in, we all kind of buy it, even though we really shouldn't. Like, we, mm-hmm. we shouldn't buy the fact that she's, she's part of this team. She's been developed for, like, six years now, and it it yeah. has been good. And, 
even in but, like her development like new 52 harley quinn just like blows people up with rocket launchers but it's made to be yeah, funny I, and so you're just like all right cool yeah. <laughs> like that's a hard one <laughs> yeah <laughs> These debates are predicated on whether you say for or against before the question is even asked. Yeah. Do we want to do another or do a comic and come back? Or well, we've done no, a first round. Let's get into a comic and then oh, you sorry, know, Harper. Periodically, Dark Knights of Steel, real quick. I'm gonna rate so it over while you go. So talk. good. Okay, it is DC's best comic. Like my God, this is perfect. Zala is so cool. Yeah, I actually wanted the variant cover for this. <laughs> Which one did you get, Superman? Okay, mm-hmm. that's very nice. That, that's a pretty fucking cool cover. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's very good. Good job, that's Roy. Fuck. Good job. That's a cool, that's a cool <laughs> last cover, yeah. Um, yeah, so the fights in this are really, really, really cool. Really good. They're really... Usually for comic book fights, it's just like, you just... It's a page turning, you know? For this one, I'm on the page for a while. I'm like, oh my god. Supergirl uh, punches She's just a guy. rampaging. Yeah, she punches through a guy like several people and her her heat vision the way it's drawn it's not just looking she like spins around with it and just she she basically executes she's just people with it like and the best is when you see bruce and alfred just in the carnage of the aftermath and you just see like body parts all over the place like yep. she obliterated them, and yeah. just it's like it looks monstrous yep. <laughs> it's there's even supergirl she's the villain of this series she's not kara she's a she's actually the superman's daughter she's the daughter of jor-el so yeah that's how it's looking right now she's a new character essentially it's not kara so she's a crazy we've seen kryptonian villains before but like a young female kryptonian villain who's like she's just yeah bright and fear it's very cool there's a scene where black lightning and constantine they're on a boat and they look up into the sky, and the way it's drawn, showing Supergirl very small in the sky, but it's terrifying. Like yeah. right here, they're just like, "Oh, oh God!" <laughs> like when they see her. And Black Lightning has such a cool moment where, like, the uh, front mast of the ship is an like antenna for him to and direct his lightning. It's yeah, so cool. It's a cannon essentially. So he fires a Supergirl, and that's, she goes down, but then she comes this back up. series keeps catching me by surprise because spoilers. They killed Black Lightning, which I yeah. was not expecting to get that he by was issue the king. three. Yeah. He was my favorite character. <laughs> so yeah. when it happened, I was like, oh, no. It's just every page turn, you're just like, whoa, okay, this happened. She, also, when you said that they were on a boat, I just kept thinking of the Lonely Island. I'm on a boat. She, she grabs a, boat. a piece of wood, <laughs> stabs it through Black Lightning's back, whispers in his ear, no more kings, and flies away. It's like, mm. oh god! And even then, Black Lightning's last words is like he knows that he's dying. So Constantine goes over to him, and he says, "Listen to me, Anissa is queen now. She'll need you. Fight. This world can be, can be so beautiful. Don't let them take it." And he, he dies. Yeah. It's like, oh, and this, my yeah, god. this series isn't just good because of the action, the surprise moments, and the dialogue like that, but also the humor mm. still hits really well with like Harley Quinn, where uh, Kellel's like. Well, you know, we didn't have prophecies on my planet, so you know, I, I don't believe in this stuff. And then Harley Quinn goes, "Yeah, well, your planet blew up, and maybe a prophecy would have helped predict that happening." Yeah. And then the other one was, what was it? Oh, it was Constantine, where it's like, uh, I think it's Hippolyta, where she goes, uh, "I'm talking to somebody who I'm pretty sure." Oh no, it was Lois, and she goes, "I'm pretty sure I'm talking to the people who just off the monarch." And John Constantine goes. You know, I don't really have a rebuttal for that one. 
He's like, yeah, I can't really disagree there. This is gonna be awkward, yeah. It's just, and next issue looks like it's gonna be a flashback issue, but I'm okay with that, because I have some questions. Well, I want to know what's up with Bruce's backstory. Yeah, because Bruce, they find, Kryptonite falls from the sky, Bruce and Alfred goes, go over, and Bruce reacts, because he's the son of Jor-El in this comic, but we don't know how that happened. So yeah. he falls back and he starts well, to tell Alfred. Well, we know how an well, affair was had. Yeah, we, but don't, we know don't know why. Story, why? Yeah, we don't know why. We don't know when. Or well, I guess we kind of know when, but and, and we also don't know as don't know how his parents died. Like, is there a Joe Chill? But instead of a gun, it's a sword. Yeah, you know? it was playing around at all. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> essentially, yeah. Alfred says he knows, and it's time that he tells Bruce. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Okay. I think yeah, I would agree. I think this whole series is a ten out of ten. And that's that. We get back Round to the two. Now, Harper. Fight. Ooh, I'm back. Oh, I tell you that was a good raid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, what, I have the next question. So you guys can yep. decide for or against. Um, uh, Sean, you what was I last time? You were again. No, you're four. I was four. The yeah, I'll go against this time. I'll go against. All right, I'll be four. Okay, so you're starting first. Um. Okay, let me just get my timer, sorry. Okay. Was New 52 a good idea? Rebooting DC Comics in 2011? Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Three, Harper's like... two, one, go. See, I think New 52 was a good idea in the fact that obviously we have the universe we all love with Prime Earth before the New 52, but the only way they could really bring new readership in and revitalize the DC universe is to bring you know, a new sort of flavor to it. Rebooting the universe, obviously there are arguments against it, but when we look at something like Rebirth, which tries to bring everything back together again, arguably it failed far worse than New 52 did when New 52 was at the height of sales, the height of interest in DC, and in my opinion, had the time, height of some of characters' time, best time. stories. Fuck. We, we don't get to hear your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> best good, stories is struck from the record. I was going to say, debates don't have opinions, Harper. Come on. <laughs> yeah they do that's a lie Sean? that's so stupid mm -hmm. go alright go mm -hmm. alright so in the terms I will concede that the new 52 is an idea in the sense of getting new readers on however it was a problem in the sense that it just stopped books and developments dead and reset everything in a way that didn't make sense because it was a focus on creative freedom but Batman already has every single Robin um, the Justice League hasn't formed yet, though. Nothing made sense chronologically, even across series. So there was nothing that made sense. Like Harley Quinn's on Coney Time. Island. Like, yeah. <laughs> Harper, you ready? Yeah. Give me one second. Okay, go. You can argue continuity-wise that it doesn't make sense, but what I will not hear is the fact that character arcs were stopped dead in their tracks when all of these characters had, had pretty much had their arcs to the point where you could stop the DC universe completely dead, and I think everyone would go, yeah, I mean, their stories were pretty much told. The New 52 gave the opportunity for a new readership to jump in, experience these characters, and then revitalize interest in the DC universe to then go back and enjoy those stories that we already loved beforehand. Time. Good. Yeah, How many seconds, seconds do left. I have left? Oh, thank Three. God. It wasn't like 10 seconds. I would have killed myself. <laughs> okay, Sean, go. Yeah, but unfortunately, Harper, with like going back to the stories that we all know and love, 
there came the question of did these stories happen in any capacity like we don't know about how under the red hood happened with jason todd we just see a quick flashback of him pointing a gun at batman like we don't know how that played out and same with like resetting characters in the sense where like tim drake as red robin turned into a much worse version where now he's leading a mediocre Teen Titans team as opposed time, to the growth time, that he time, did time, 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 time. Good. I, good. I agree All with right. both of us, to be honest. Yeah, that was, no, that was good. Both <laughs> of you a good, good conversation. Ah, uh, trying to remember everything, you guys. I don't remember anything now. Uh, <laughs> Harper, I think you have the best point saying, like, it was I didn't really agree give, with Give characters. it to Harper. I think Harper had it. I think Harper, yeah. I'll give it to you. I don't agree when you were saying that characters stopped track before New 52 happened, but I do agree. Oh, Neither but... do I, because I think I think about Stephanie Brown, and I'm like, man, she just got, like, gutted halfway through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... but for sake of argument, I totally believe that that's the case. <laughs> but you saying, like, the best story... We had some of the best stories come out of it, and that's 100% true. Mm. Like Batman, Justice League, Aquaman, those are Red all... Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> Starfire. Uh, but Sean, Sean's you... like, you can't give opinions, but I was going for that emotional appeal. I was like, but in me, what it means to me, those stories matter. <laughs> <laughs> Sean still has a good voice too, but Harper, yeah, gotta give it to you. I, I, I think that was all around a very good debate because Sean's speaking and I'm sitting there like, I because I'm thinking about the killing joke. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking about Batgirl and I'm just like, man, the, the killing joke is so essential to New 52 Batgirl. But we're all sitting there like, but is it like actual killing joke or is it a different killing joke? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just when they tell the story, yeah. it's like slightly different. So yeah, mm -hmm. no. This is but Harper, Harper went full Daredevil in the trial of Punisher. Let me tell you who Frank Castle is. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to go like, I will not hear. But yeah. That was good. That was good. Right. I will say, you came in strong on the second round with just, listen, Sean, I'm going to tell you how yeah. it is. It's just like, let me tell you how it is, all right? Sure. <laughs> my, like, my arguments are probably not even that good. It's just that I say dumb shit very confidently. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that is my entire life. <laughs> You're just that that like backup uh, guy in like a crew where you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, like listen here, motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. and then I make a point that like isn't very good. <laughs> she once said something that I'm like, oh yeah, when you're talking about like the the dead stopping of, of character arcs, I was like formulating that argument in my head against where I'm like, you know, they pretty much ended. Let's revitalize, but I'm sitting there like, like I could not fucking agree more. I'm like everyone, it's like. The DC universe rebooted when, like, it was the most interesting to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, Wally like, West oh. just came back too. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. That being said, I stand by the fact that I think New Fifty Two was. I should have just brought up Wally. <laughs> yeah, that would have killed me. I would have. I would have struggled. I would. I should just said it. Just erased characters we loved. Wally yeah. West, and I would have yeah. had it. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I would have sat there like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Right, was right. Stephanie no, even Harper, in the new up. 52? I think she appears near the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's spoiler. Yeah, she's spoiler yeah. in the 52. Okay. Yeah. okay. Holy shit. This is hilarious that this I'll is the question. I'll be against. You'll be against? I guess I'll I, be I was, for. Is that okay, Sean? Because I was for I don't. I don't care. I'll okay. play devil's advocate. Hunter, I'll play the you're easy for? Room. Wait, no, you're against. No, I'm against. No, I'm for. I'm for. Hunter, you're against. Sean, you're for. The question is... Did DC Rebirth help revitalize DC or simply <laughs> set it up or simply set it up for further failure? 
Can we switch? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm what, four. You're, you're I start first. Yeah. You know, start. Yeah. First. Harper, when does my clock so, start? So you're you're arguing in favor of DC Rebirth, right? Oh, yep. No. This is like a natural progression of Sean's last argument. It's just the same shit. All right, Sean, go. So in terms of DC Rebirth, it was the perfect start to the DC universe in the sense that it was a vision of bringing back the greatness of DC. We had a beautiful one shot that reintroduced Wally West and kickstarted all kinds of stories and new series that just made every DC fan happy. You can't look at that one shot and not see the hug of Wally West and Barry Allen and just think, this is going to be great. This is going to be okay. And just kickstarted oh, time, everything. Time, time, time. <laughs> Holy shit. Sean, that should have been like your second half to end it with, it's going to be okay. He's <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you. Like I look at DC Rebirth. I love, I like love the start of it. But then when it all petered out, I was like, well, I shouldn't be saying this. I'm giving Hunter arguments. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Harper. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck well, you too, buddy. Okay, let's Hunter, go. Let's Hunter, do this. Hunter, go, go. It's more drive. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I do love DC Rebirth, but near the end of it, it sort of petered out, and it just kind of, it became a bit of a mess where writers were being changed, and artists were being changed, and it, it wasn't, it didn't stay on track. Now, going back to when it first started, New 52 was actually doing really, really, really good. Batman was good, Justice League was good, Aquaman was good, Flash was kind of getting bad, but it was still good at the time. And then Rebirth kind of just reset everything. It, it, it lost people jobs, essentially. So... Because Full time, the... Jesus! Whoa, Oof. that was a good. That was a good swoop at the end. <sighs> okay. He's got a good bot, and there are yeah, yeah. Because every yeah, book restarted, right. every single book. Yeah, and it felt like it. All right, go, Sean. Well, see, unfortunately, Hunter, if we're talking New Fifty Two Rebirth was already do like had an issue from the start where it had to pick up the pieces of the new 52 and undo the damage so if anything rebirth did the best with what it was given because it returned wally west and all characters we had forgotten about and then it had to put out series like doomsday clock and you know all these series that return characters like you know the justice society of america and it was doing what it could Time. with what it was given Oh, this is a good one. Hunter. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Go. Going to Doomsday Clock there, they, they could have just made Damn, a story I know I there myself. from New 52. You could have just brought the Justice Society back from new in New 52. It didn't have to be a rebirth status quo. Because New 52 was already set off and everything felt connected. When Dark Side War was happening, it was referenced in other books. Like, when, when the Justice League were gods of whatever, they were gods of whatever, or talked about it in other books. When Rebirth happened, everything was jumbled up. That's why the Justice Society returned three different times, because it wasn't like... I'm... Of course you bring up Dark Side War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing, my, Hunter. My favorites, that... yeah. You, you very hardly took the stance that New 52 and Rebirth were almost like completely different universes. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. But like Doomsday Clock is still, it still technically happened in that. But yeah. you're right with the jumbled mess and like the, the point I was giving you about like, you know, it all kind of just became like, who gives a fuck? Because like now Thanks, I look at, I, but like when I look at New 52, it led to Rebirth and we all went, oh, they're giving it us back. But then Rebirth led to like what we're at now where I don't read Metal. a single DC book. Like I could not give a fuck. That being said, I, I have to. Don't yeah, do it based to... on personal opinion. No, 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 I'm not. That's why I'm going to have to go. I agree with Sean here. 
I'm, oh yeah, I have to go with short. I'm Hunter had plenty of points that I genuinely was like, yeah. Like after that first That's round, hard. I was like, oh no, not it's again. Hard. Not it's again. hard to be against that because yeah, I'm totally for rebirth. Rebirth's my favorite time in comics for DC. So, well, I think I think a big thing is rebirth is so good in like a concept and when it was starting. The mm. only problem is like it was one of those things where it had such a great ideal of what it could be that when it petered out it was kind of like ah oh, man there was so much potential there what happened sean it's- really weaponized the last argument he had against me to use in this debate and just <laughs> continue that through line like <laughs> he was like damn it i should have used wally west and then i'm like dc rebirth and he's like oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah new 52 it's kind of like up down up down then near the end it goes up and then rebirth First two years of rebirth, it just skyrocketed. Oh my god, it's sky. It was so. Everything good. was good. Like everything was good. It died. It died with. It died with the heroes in crisis. That was pretty much the end of it. I would say it died with heroes in crisis and Bendis joining Superman, restarting all. Well, Superman. He was up. He was after. He heroes, was wasn't it? two months before. Oh, actually, really? yeah. And what's what's really what annoys me about heroes in crisis is it is such a good series idea. and idea in concept yeah. like seeing superheroes so deal with like, the trauma health, and they stuff. made it a murder mystery where the and murderer then they was made the it hero. wally west covering up the murder of everyone which again it's un- we could go on with it even more because yeah, we, we won't so get many it, retcons but... had to be made to undo that like reverse yeah. flash whispering in his ear and avatar exploding yeah. the avatar like that's that's I, I i'll agree with you there heroes in crisis i think is where where it all went wrong i mean i'm against sean i'm against your thing okay i'll be before <laughs> i burped <laughs> oh. but i will say in terms of that one shot i if i'm having a bad day at work i will just look at that hug between the flashes yeah. and i will just have like hope I'll just the arm yeah. grab in general yeah yeah it's so <laughs> good anyway what am i doing that <laughs> issue actually made me cry like genuine like that scene where he JD opens his too. eyes jd and... said he cried as well uh, who, anyway, who, who, yeah. who says who's going? i'm against it... i'm against i'm against is it my question or hunter's yeah you're asking yours. a question oh i'm asking okay yeah. all right this one this one's a little 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 fun um <laughs> all right Jason Todd is the best Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Who's for? I already said against. So. <laughs> Have fun, Hunter. You ready? <laughs> he was my favorite at one point. Okay, just gotta go back ready? to thirteen-year-old right, Hunter. Hold on and go. <laughs> he's the Robin who died. I mean, he's he's the Robin that something big actually happened to him. Like Dick Grayson was the first, but then t- and Damien's the father or the son. But he's the Robin that everyone knew died. The entire world at the time was talking about this. This made the news. This was on TV and everything. How often does that happen nowadays? And so because of that, he... We're saying best Robin, I guess. So he he was different from Dick Grayson. People didn't like that, so he died. But when he died, that made him important. Stop. Harper, you ready? Yeah. And go. You could argue Jason Todd brought popularity to Robin as a character, but in terms of who was the best Robin, Jason Todd was given the least, in fact, almost given nothing. And his only attribute as Robin was being an asshole and then dying. Characters like Tim Drake, despite coming... Tim Drake. Uh, oh, no, I've lost my point. Dick Grayson, despite coming beforehand, still had more character than Jason Todd. Jason Todd was kind of a, a B-grade ripoff. Then Tim Drake carried that mantle forward and made Robin a 
complex character. Oh, God. I said Tim Drake, and then I was like, no, that's a singer. And then I went, no, that's just Drake. And then I was like, who am I thinking of? And then I was like, no, Tim Drake is. And then I was like, oh, no, it's fucking Dick Grayson is who I'm trying to think of. God. I'm so ready. Yeah. And go. Going, yeah, I know, like, he wasn't the greatest as Robin, but coming back as Red Hood, there's been a lot of flashbacks to him as Robin, where he was the guy that was, he was misunderstood. He was beat, beaten by, like, his parents. His mother died when he was just a child. Like, he went through a lot, so it makes sense that he's not lucky-go-happy Dick Grayson here. He He's a kid that just went through so much as this child, and now he's being told to dress up and jump in front of gunfire. He's still doing it. But he's more of a realistic take on a kid in that situation. Stop. Oh, well done. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Go. I just realized that Hunter has a Canadian flag Batman. I just, I said the chest. same thing right before he started. I was like, he's got a Canadian flag Batman t-shirt. What? I have a Superman anyway. one too. <laughs> All right, Ray Harper. Yep. Hunter, yep, you could argue that Jason Todd has absolutely become a much better character as Red Hood, but at the end of the day, the question was, was Jason Todd the best Robin? And unfortunately, no, he wasn't, because Jason Todd really wasn't a Robin, he really wasn't a character, and he only finally came into his own when he took over the the identity of a new character. So he's not the best Robin. He might be a good character, though. There you go. Well, I was saying the flashback. No, I'm not you're no back. I know. <laughs> you you had to make it like retroactively about the flashbacks because you went, he might have not been the best Robin. And I was like, the question is, is he the best Robin? <laughs> yeah, no. I, yeah, yeah. I thought Harper that was, was a... going to, I thought Harper was going to take it a dark route and be like, he wasn't a good Robin. The only thing he was good at with Robin is being a body bag. <laughs> like I thought he was going to. Well, that's what I really said. I was like, his biggest achievement is being an asshole and then dying. Like, dying that's yeah. all he's not i mean i will say hunter was closer than i thought hunter's good points in the sense of like i feel like you stumbled by bringing up red hood because again like harper said the question is who's the best robin yeah but it does i feel like you brought up a good point in the sense that like a whole thing with red hood is you know how absurd it is that like child soldiers are fighting Batman's mm-hmm. war essentially. And so in terms of that, when you're talking flashbacks, it does add context to like who he was as a character. Batman's just because, just because it explains his oh my- character. I don't think makes him a better Robin. I just think it makes you him just a more interesting character. Me. You just reminded me of a point I was going to make early with the Harley Quinn thing where, where you're like, she killed children. And I was going to go, is she really that different from the guy who recruits children that get led to their deaths anyway? I was like, she fits right in. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I got I gotta give it to Harper because he focused more on Robin, less Red Hood. Yeah, I think my yeah. arguments for more Robin in general is bad, not Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think most people would go with like. Jason Todd is the most boring Robin. Yeah, he, he is the worst become. Robin. <laughs> but like, he, he may became have become... the most interesting character after. Yeah, that. like, yeah. exactly. Like, you could argue that good. Dick Grayson Robin's has been more of a stagnated, like, character in terms of where that character has gone from Robin to Nightwing. But everyone versus... has a different opinion on the best. Like, my, personally, best Robin for me, Damian Wayne. I, I yeah, think he's the best. Mm, but like a lot him. of people say Dick, and a lot of people say Tim. Not, no one yeah. says Jason, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That should have just been my argument. I could have been like, a lot of people say this, a lot of people say that, but no <laughs> one says this. <laughs> yeah. 
if you guess... give them a multiple choice question, <laughs> that will not be one. Although of Hunter, <laughs> great point about the the popularity part because. You know, before mm. Jason Todd came along, it was like Batman. Oh, cool. And then Robin was like, you know, there were a lot of homosexual jokes levied at Batman because, oh, he's got a little like boy, boy sidekick. What do they get up to? You know what I mean? And then yeah. Jason Todd kind of came in and made that character more legitimate. And then when he died, that was kind of what anyone knew about Robin. It was, mm-hmm. oh, there's Batman and Robin. What did Robin do? He died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I will say, that's a great point. When you said that, like, not many things have made the news, like, you're right. Like, Superman's death, just the recent example with John Kent being bisexual. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not much makes the news. I know Cap's death made the news, too. Captain America 2006. You know what would have, you know, it would have, I don't know if it would have entirely helped. But you could have set it up, Hunter, and been like, people always say that Jason Todd is the worst Robin. Yet when DC decided to vote for whether or not he should die, at least, at minimum, 50% of the audience was saying that, no, you need mm. to keep him alive because he's the best. And if you set it up as that's at least... It was a very narrow people, margin, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the mm. argument obviously can then be termed, well, the, what about the other 50%? Yeah. But you're at least then, like, going... I mean, yeah. I only thought of that now. And then, no but then you can even... S- come up with that. You can even say you would be like, yeah, yeah but the they still chose to bring him back. It's hard disagree with the debate oh, you're doing. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But yeah. The, thing is, the thing is, you could have said, like, yeah, but they brought him back for a reason because people liked oh, him. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. That's good you point. know, they didn't leave oh. him dead. Yeah. <laughs> if people don't one. like him, Sh- why, why Sean is just he... won. <laughs> if people don't like him, then who's starring in Task Force Z? <laughs> exactly. I would have exactly. I would have conceded victory if you had a if, like, if you just brought right, up like, like Task Force Z. Okay. I, I'm just gonna say real quick Batman one night sorry, Batman one nineteen is really good, but we'll just continue the debate time. No, you can talk about it if you want to talk Are about you sure? talk about. Yeah, yeah I've got data. I wanna talk about I wanna talk about <laughs> Okay. Go for it. It's it a good way to break so, it up because I think that because no matter is what, so good variant. It's a good. Oh variant. my god, you and the variant. variant. It's a good <laughs> variant, but yeah, yeah. just variants. A dollar extra. Uh, yeah, it's this is ten out of ten. This is one <laughs> the of the best dinners in forever. It gave me what I wanted. I didn't want Batman versus Lex Luthor. I wanted Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor versus interacting. Luthor. Yeah. And, that whole moment of just, you know, oh, Nightwing gave away all the money and Bruce just ready to beat the crap out of Lex just for yeah. disrespecting He said that Alfred boy was always a bit soft, wasn't he? And Bruce just yeah. goes to beat on him. Uh, you know what? If people want to send uh, the, the account or my account, just send me panels of Batman knocking Lex Luthor out because I'm sure they I, I can't <laughs> think of where they exist There's but send them to me because that's satisfying for me to see. <laughs> for a page Lex says that he has this bottle of wine that's like the only one in the world and he, he explains like it's one of the most expensive wine ever. 20 million dollars. Yeah even a drop is worth mo- more than most make in a year he pops it open, pours just himself a glass it. then dumps the rest on the floor <laughs> just while talking to Bruce. Like that's just, just such like at, at one point I was like, all right, that's kind of like cartoon comic book villainy. But that is such a statement of power. Just like, yeah, don't care. And there's development here. He's not just like the evil mustache twirling villain. He says, uh, as you know, I went through a few recent experiences and I learned a few things the hard yeah. way. The world needs a Superman just as it needs a Batman. Like, it was yeah. interesting. It was interesting okay. to hear him say that because even I don't know if you I don't know if you got to it yet, but. In Son of Kal-El annual, like, 
Oh yeah, I know I read it. One of the things that is kind of explored is that Lex Luthor hates Clark Kent Superman, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he has to hate John Kent Superman. Because mm-hmm. like John Kent actually entertains Lex and gives him the time to like talk and everything. And I was I was upset by the end of that annual because it did take the villainy with Lex just being like, you know what? Call President Bendix and give him this information or whatever, him being like, you know, the, the classic villain. But I do like the idea of Lex, you know, he's out for himself. I don't want him to be a villain, but I want him to be more like this works for me. And so this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's villainous. I don't care if it's good. It just makes me look good or, you know, helps my interests. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. New villain, Abyss. Um is revealed very cool really cool first reveal the lights the, go the, out. the coughing of the darkness or whatever yeah the lights go out batman's in the dark he he puts on night vision nothing puts on infrared nothing he can't see anything but he you can see made himself. the darkness your ally i was born yeah. in it <laughs> he throws a he throws a flashbang nothing so he, yeah. he's in the darkness but he he can't he can see himself it's like a spell almost yeah. Uh, this character named Abyss comes out, slices Batman's gut open, says, I'm not dead, Batman. Go back to Gotham. Otherwise, you're risking loss in the Abyss forever. And then mm. it's revealed at the end that Batman is blind, essentially. Yeah. In a way, like, he's blind. You see himself, though. It's it's weird. We don't we don't know too much, but mm-hmm. really cool stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna it was very good. Williamson. Dialogue job. is so good. Great, great Williamson. job, Williamson. Williamson's yeah. original characters are either hit or miss. I like God. I think Godspeed got good at the end. Um, Par- God, I Paradox want Godspeed to come okay. back. Um, they they teased at the end of Williamson's Flash that Godspeed's like alive again. I, kinda, I want him to come JD back. JD and I interviewed him on a Hero Story, and he said yeah. that he didn't plan on Godspeed coming back. Yeah. But that doesn't mean somebody matter, else. You're not writing the Flash anymore. I was yeah. going to say, it doesn't mean that somebody else can't pick up the character. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll see. Also. I think they should. Having a character written by one dude for his entire like lifespan is kind of stale. Like you need new character, mm-hmm. you need new writers to come. See, the thing about Godspeed is you need Godspeed new writers. Godspeed could to be come like in. a red. Oh, this isn't a debate about Godspeed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, that that's the issue. I give the issue ten. Like I think it's well, a that, great Batman issue. I also like the idea because the way people were talking about Godspeed is Godspeed's the Red Hood of like the Flash he is. family. Yeah, he he was and, gonna be. I think that's a really interesting thing to explore further, not just as a Red Hood fan, but just I think an anti-hero Flash is a lot cooler of a. That I, was I, what I, Daniel was. We know I like anti-heroes before so. he got blown up. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, other so is that all you read this week, Hunter? Yeah. Do you want to just get back into the debates? Uh, uh can I just quickly recap what I read? Um, yeah. Suicide Squad, really good. Uh, makes Here's fun of Sean. Makes fun of the Avengers. Hold on, I'm just gonna say it was really good. Like it, Justice League Incarnate was really cool because they get stuck on oh, the earth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they get stuck on Someone the earth. Someone has to. They get stuck on the earth where uh, Superboy Prime, like the earth that's our world essentially. Oh, they're in the real world. They were in the real world, and they had to write a comic book to like get back to their world and everything. Weird. It was very interesting. I really liked Weird. it. Okay. Um, but then the best, the the best of this week has to go to Superman Son of Kal El number six, because oh, um, I'm gonna read it later. I'm gonna take my headphones off. They okay, yeah. So Harper, you gotta hear this then. Oh, so, hello. give me a wave. I'm on this podcast. So so what happens is, um, mm-hmm. so uh, John's new love interest, uh, 
Jay, I believe it's Jay, um, goes to break into Star Labs to get the security footage of... Uh, that's the one that's definitely evil, right? No, uh, well, Hunter thinks uh, evil, but right now it's just, you know, uh, John Kent's first love interest in the series. Mm. And so he, like, goes into the building to get the footage of... I forget her name, but it's like Earthquake or something. It's the person that Bendix sent to have... Uh, dropped on the Kent farm to destroy oh it essentially. Yeah. And so he breaks into the building because he has like powers where he can ghost through walls and stuff. And he gets in there and then he goes, John, I think we have a problem. All these guys are already knocked out. Somebody's here. And then somebody punches through him, but you know, he ghosts and everything. And it's Damien. And Damien's uh, just there, like, what are you doing here? And then he nice. goes, wait, 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 hold on. I'm John Kent's friend. And Damien goes, bullshit. I'm John Kent's only friend. So who the heck are you? That's and then cool. with that, Lois shows up dressed as like a Star Labs person doing this. So they're all doing the same thing. They're all going <laughs> after the footage to help John. And so they're all sneaking in. And then Lois shows up, sees the both of them and goes, Damien? And then he goes, Miss Lane? And then she turns to the other guy because he's all masked up. Uh, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Jay. And she goes, who are you? And then he goes, wait, wait, Miss Lane, it's me. And she goes, Oh, that's so sweet. You both came to do this for John. <laughs> we all had the same <laughs> idea. And then they just talk. And then Damien, the best part. So Jay and Lois are just talking about the footage that they recovered. Uh, recovered. And Damien is just grinning like an idiot at John, just going. And John goes, <laughs> what? And then Damien says, you know, I'm like set to be the world's greatest detective next, right? And also I'm your best friend and I'm very perceptive, right? And John goes, yeah. And then he just puts like his hand on his shoulder. He goes, I'm happy for you, buddy. Because he picks Aww. up on the fact that they're together yeah. and everything. Aww. It was such a good moment. I was it's so gonna happy. be really sad when that character is revealed to be evil. I hope not. I hope Hunter's wrong <laughs> with his theory. <laughs> We could wait. We waved. Okay, who's That's fourth? Who's crazy game? that they killed him off though. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Last round. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's for? Who's against? This is a pretty simple question oh, for mine. Sean, you can choose. Uh, what did I do last time? By the crimson bands. Oh, I don't know. Okay. By the hoary hosts of Hogarth or mm -hmm. whatever. <laughs> no, that um, was, yeah. Uh, I'll be against. I okay. guess I'm four. You ready? Yeah. Ask the question. Let's set the timer so you have no way to think. Should Batman retire or be Batman forever? Go. Cool. Uh, well, I mean, the argument there is that like the only person who should be Batman is Bruce Wayne because he's the only one who's like depressed enough to be Batman. But I think with Batman's character, you can't just keep like over and over and over again putting him in these situations. Like he's got to at some point retire and have a life. I think. The character has been stagnant for so long because he has just been the same Batman for like 70 fucking years. So you should move Batman past the point he's in, whether or not he completely retires Time. or not, is up to the writers. Nice. I, that was an actual opinion. <laughs> Sean, three, two, one, go. Well, I mean, the thing with that, Harper, you know, you're talking about the character not changing and everything, but a whole big thing of Rebirth Batman onward is how he it can be a better Batman going forward. Every event, you know, City of Bane, Joker War, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> but every event has basically been to prove that Batman 
becomes better by having more people brought into his world to become a better Batman. And so Time. <laughs> every event you bring up City of Bane and Joker War. <laughs> Well, that was the whole like... thing that King was exploring with War of Jokes and yeah, Riddles and everything. It is, it was, yeah. yeah. No, you know, what you mean. Just, I was trying to work the reaction like, yeah, I don't want yeah. with the year. Okay, Harper, you ready? Yeah. Go. Well, the thing with Batman, I, like, I, I, I reject that, Sean, because Batman isn't becoming better at being Batman. If anything, he's becoming worse at being Batman. And it's gotten to the point now where is he becoming less of a help and more of a hindrance because every time he's trying to better himself and be on the same league as other heroes like Nightwing and Superman, he's failing again and again. At a certain point, you've got to wonder, is it worth him continuing the fight or should he try and train the next generation to be better than Batman ever actually was? That's wow, right on the timer. Yeah, I'm good. Yep. good. When do I go? <laughs> need a haircut. No. Well, the thing is, Harper, you brought up, you know, training the next generation and, you know, he's always the only Batman. But if we look at other Batmen, nothing compares to Bruce Wayne. We've had Dick Grayson as Batman. The whole thing in Battle of the Cal is who's going to be the next Batman. And I would argue that every Batman in that series or Batman pretender wannabe what you want to say doesn't measure up to Bruce Wayne. You know, it's either a Jason Todd who's killing people or it's Dick Grayson who, you know, is not quite Time. Batman. Oh. Wrong. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's I a can't. good argument. The only thing I could think of for that is is like Terry McGinnis because I think Terry I would McGinnis. argue that I was avoiding Terry. I, I, I was would avoiding argue because he's good. <laughs> yeah. Grayson is a good Batman. I think he's a great Batman. He just wasn't given a lot of time to no. be a like. But the time that he you know had, I mean? even in. But he uh, also doesn't suit the role, I guess. No. Is, is the problem. Yeah, but even in King's Run during Cold Days, when Dick's back as in the Batman suit for a bit after Catwoman just leaves him, I think he's still good. Like he's a hmm. good Batman. Anyway, remove your bias. Removing <laughs> bias. I think Sean, you 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 had a few hiccups. Had hiccups. Yeah, you're just like that is. But I mean, that is debating 101. I think people are stupid when they think that stumbles ruin like debates. Like, I hate nothing more than when people are making an amazing. Yeah, but it's and then they like they trip up slightly and then they continue with it and then the other team goes, well, I mean, uh, obviously (laughs) not. And it's like, shut the fuck. Well, the thing is, the thing is, it's also like breaking the rule of improv or theater. Where it's like, mm. if you screw up, don't acknowledge that you screwed up. And I was yeah, just there just like, yeah! <laughs> I, I, went, I went for so long on that fucking first one with the Tim Drake. Just trying to... I was like, what is the name? I almost couldn't <laughs> yeah. think of the name Dick Grayson. I, 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 gotta, to... I gotta give it to Harper this time. Yeah, no. That's alright. Although you did, you did have a good point. It's just, it felt like you... I, I didn't give you much time to think. I too. couldn't put it together. Yeah. I couldn't put it you together. You didn't give him much time to think. You asked me the question and then went, go. Yeah. <laughs> go. That's true. <laughs> you but busted. you had like legit. Sounds like you rehearsed this. So you're good. Well, I, I've had thought. I think I genuinely think that Bruce Wayne. It helps that to... before we were recording, I told you the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gave me all of them and I, I spent the last four days writing notes. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, you can see your eyes like read. <laughs> my, I just turn the camera in and my entire wall is just notes on every argument. If Sean says this, say <laughs> Terry McGinnis. <laughs> okay, oh uh, Harper, you my, got a question? My question to you two, for or against? I'll take four since I was okay. just against. Okay, I'll do against. I think this is very fair for both of you, to be honest. So, Sean, you're four? Okay. Are you? Sounds yeah. good. 
Yep. <laughs> is Avengers 2012 the best Avengers film? Time starts now. I would argue that Avengers 2012 is the best film in the sense that it had the best standalone story for the Avengers. Like Infinity War is a Thanos story. It's not an Avengers story. And the very first Avengers 2012 proved what was possible. We took all these individual characters that we had seen previously and put them together in a story that flowed continuous and worked out well. It called back to their developments, their previous films, but it put them together and turned them into something Time. new. I'm ready. That was a fucking A-plus argument, Hunter. <laughs> You're right, Infinity War is more of a Thanos movie, but I would say it's more of a better movie, but for Best Avengers movie, I still say Endgame. By then, you have the team develop. You don't have to go through the development of this team getting back together, forming. Avengers 2012, it's pretty slow. The first half is very slow. It really picks up when Phil Coulson dies and the Avengers actually assemble. From there, it, it's not that entertaining till the end. Well, Endgame... You got this whole story where they're a team. They're working together. There's team-ups. They're splitting up and they're getting back together. Time. Gonna... Okay. What if... Okay, okay. you, you have the timer going? Go. Yeah. All right. Well, if anything, Hunter, I'm going to turn your argument against you in the sense that, it, you know, you said that the last part of Avengers is the best part because it was slow and everything. What was Endgame? It was three hours, and the only thing that really matters is the final battle. Endgame is not a good film. It's a good conclusion to 22 films. <laughs> Meanwhile, Avengers oh. is a good standalone film, and all the stuff before the final battle, which is what you claim to be interesting, is good because you see, you know, the tension between Captain Time. America and Tony. Woo. Time. Whew. Sorry, headphone users. God, I don't even I don't even agree with Sean, and now I'm like, do I agree with Sean? <laughs> Hunter, go. Um, yeah, no. I, well, comparing the two, Avengers 2012, it's not a team. It's a bunch of people just trying to get to know each other. Well, Endgame, it's a team, and like I was saying before, you got them together, then you got them split up in different teams, you got the Cap and Tony dynamic, you got Thor with a new character... And it's all back together again, where you get every character from these 22 films all together for one Avengers Assemble. It is an Avengers movie. It is the best idea. If you were, if you didn't, if there's no Avengers movies and you loved Avengers, Endgame would be a perfect movie for you. Time. Fuck. I mean, I like, here's the thing. Sean presented his arguments so fucking well that he could have said, I think Avengers good. But if he said it the way he said those last two things, I would have been like, he's right. Like the, the man has got a point. Hunter, you had some excellent points too, in the sense that it's, it's, it's Avengers. And I mean, I disagree. I think infinity war is the best Avengers movie. I, and I, I also, too, I, but people always say it's a Thanos story. Thanos. I'm like, it's 55th. Like it's partly a Thanos story, partly not. But I, as per Sean's argument, I had to kind of like be like, okay, well this is the route we're taking. Let's see how he uses it. And Sean like, would have had an argument that made me stay away from infinity war. And that's if he said, well, the Avengers aren't even together in that. Like Cap and Tony don't even speak. They're not even, they yeah. don't share a screen mm. once. No, so they don't. Why, and yet, yeah, it's still the best. Away. Yeah, that's why I stayed but, away but, from it. Like hunted, like ex like genuinely excellent points about how that is probably the best Avengers story in terms of everything coming together and seeing the Avengers at, at their peak. But like, if you didn't like, know the MCU was a thing, then you were a huge comic fan, and you and your future self came and would you show your future? Would you show your past self Avengers or Endgame? You know the thing too is I think Avengers Endgame is a 
like a great movie. Like I thoroughly enjoy it outside of that scene in Thor's fucking house. <laughs> outside of that scene, I think that movie is incredible. But when Sean said Endgame isn't a good movie, it's a good conclusion to 22 Yeah, movies. that killed murder that was by like, words. Murder by that words. Was, yeah, that was legitimately like a bar in like a fucking like actual <laughs> battle rap. I was like, oh! Yeah. Like the crowd just went wild. We had to like call them, calm them down and be like, yo, 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 no, 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 calm down, calm down. Like, yeah, that yeah. was, I have to give it to Sean just on the, on no, the yeah. way he presented those arguments. That was arguably the best of the day. It, like, it, Sean, if I, you were rhyming there, my computer would have lit on. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Sean came out and he went, that's an awfully hot coffee pot. And we all went, yes. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I do think Infinity War is the best Avengers that film. But that is my genuine belief. I do not think Endgame is a good standalone movie. I think it is a good conclusion to 22 movies. That's, well, that's my honest belief. That's because you can't look at the... I mean, I look at the MCU movies like I'll watch one out of an, like, you know, I might just watch a random one one day, but that's because I've seen all the other ones. Like, it's a yeah. TV show, basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I watched the first if you're watching, the But again, same. even if you don't watch, like, the solo movies, you're an idiot if you just watch Endgame, but not the other three Avengers movies. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a it's a sequel. Like, you, what, what are you fucking doing? Anyway, yeah. Sean wins. Well done. Yeah, cool. Sean, last question. My last question? I'm so hungry. All right. This one... I'm curious to see how it'll go. Oh, God. Who's for, who's against? Oh, yeah. I'll leave it up to you, Harper. I'll go against. Okay, I'll do Okay. Four. No time travel story in comics or comic media is a 10 out of 10. That's a confusing question. So I'm, I'm saying Am I against it's confusing? that? Yeah. So nothing, no time travel story is like a home run. You're saying like, like a statement, not a question. No, he's saying like, do you agree that no time travel story is ever excellent? Oh, so I'm saying you... yes, no, there's no... Okay, okay, I think I understand. Yeah, you're saying like there are, there are examples, and I'm saying... Oh, no, I'm saying no there is... Exam- oh, no, oh, no, he's saying for... that there's no example of a 10 out of 10. You're against it saying there is an example. Oh, 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 thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay, all right, all right. So, oh, wait, wait, sorry, I'm, I'm saying there, there's no example. There's no yeah, example is... of a okay. 10 out of 10. You are for the idea okay, that okay. there is no Here we go, no here we go. Example. All right, ready? Yep. Go. I don't know if this is unpopular or not, but I think it is a very high opinion between us, at least, that the best superheroes are usually street-level heroes. Batman, Daredevil, just the Defenders, or even just low-level Bat Family characters. And the best stories come from these stories. Set. Everyone's so excited for the Batman. The Batman's never going to deal with time travel because it's dealing with just on the streets fighting criminals with very little powers, if any. Time travel is very cosmic, and you kind of have to get these cosmic... This is hard. This is hard. Leave it to Hunter to say cosmic. Is it just, is it just comic book media? You say comic no, it's, book it's anything. anything. It's a comic books, comic book media. There's no 10 out of 10 story. Yeah, okay. but don't don't talk about like Back to the Future. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready, Harper. Ready? Yep. Go. 
you know how there's a general perception that horror movies across the board aren't very good and that you'll never find horror movies that are 10 out of 10s? Well, I would say tell that to Psycho and tell that to Halloween and tell that to The Shining. And when it comes to time travel stories in comic books, I would say tell that to Matt Fraction's Defenders, which is a 12-issue series where you go through 11 issues of a story and then right at the end, they reverse everything that happens in it and it's one of the most interesting books you will ever read. You know why? Because it did something unique. It did something you hadn't seen before. It wasn't just someone moping Stop. around wondering, oh, fuck. Well, you sold that me on a comic book. <laughs> I was going to say, go check out Matt Fraction's defense. It was supposed to be. Read it. I, thought I, had more, I thought I had more time. I've, I've read I've a few read issues, it. but not the whole thing. <laughs> it's right. definitely a thing. You just got to okay. read the whole. Ready. Yeah. Ready, Hunter? Yep. All right. Go. When you're dealing with time travel, it can get really confusing. How many times have we seen the end of the Marvel Universe? Hickman did it in Avengers. Jason Aaron did it in Thor, and they're completely different from each other. So when you're dealing with that, it kind of makes it hard to kind of connect to other stories. When the characters go back to the past, it's not like they learn anything really besides the one story that you're telling. So it means it's difficult to continue moving forward knowing that, hey, this one writer made the future of the Marvel Universe, and now you want to do it, but you're just going to do it differently. It, it never connects together. Stop. So... Ready, Harper? Yep. And go. I understand where you're coming from, Hunter, but the question was, is there or is there not a 10 out of 10 example of a time travel story? And I'm telling you right now that there is, and that story is Matt Fraction's Defenders, because it tells a perfectly eloquent time travel story that all cohesively makes sense. And by the end of it, despite the fact that everything you just read had been reset, you come to the end of it and go, wow, what a unique and nuanced way to use time travel in a story. There you go. That the question. This episode is sponsored by Matt Fraction's Defense. <laughs> Fraction's Defenders. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It's like an eight out of ten. <laughs> it's a good book, but like, it's not the best. I'm gonna add it to my Marvel Limited library. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I, I'll tell you this right now. We got halfway through the first round. I don't remember what the question was. It was. <laughs> there was a. Is it? Is the question? Was there? Is there a ten out of ten time travel story? No, the question was, it was a statement that you had to agree or disagree with it. And the statement oh, was, okay. no time travel story is a 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the reason the reason I thought of it was JD talking about um, how he always wanted to see Mark Wade's uh, time travel, first yeah. time travel story with uh, Flash. And so I'm surprised that Harper didn't bring up Flash at all. But I His Flash I, has shit time travel stories. That's why. Is it Except well, I for like any Flash, Flash Zero. Yeah. So that's Flash the thing. Zero is like the only good one. Like Red uh, She Hulk's on the team? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Betty Betty Banner. Saved a library. I'm, it's a great I'm book. I'm gonna man. read it. I'm gonna commit. It's but it's one of those books, Hunter, you'll be like four issues in and like, um where is this going kind of thing? And then Keep, by the end of the twelve issues, you're like, fuck yeah, that was Keep in it. mind Hunter just said I'm gonna commit, but he also committed to reading all of Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hero story. <laughs> <laughs> you swear on a hero story on this podcast uh, do, do, wait who won that uh <laughs> i haven't decided yet um i mean hunter gives the most obvious arguments in the sense of it gets too convoluted it can be distracting but the thing was you just had to prove that one was a good 10 out of 10 and harper i feel like did that however Almost i do think me. it hurt <laughs> It hurt Almost. your argument when you just like even in the second round we're just like defenders. Like first round was see defenders, yeah. but then the second round you're just like, well, see, 
Defenders. And I had so to continue on is... because Hunter Hunter was like, "Yeah, okay, Defenders," and I was like, "But that was the point of the question, wasn't it? Like, you <laughs> yeah. made me but, feel bad." But that's the thing. Like, so, oh. like, in terms of like, you know, whatever, um, I feel like it was weaker to just be like Defenders because that's pretty much what the second round sounded like. It just sounded like you going defenders but yeah <laughs> honestly if you're trying to prove that just one is a 10 out of 10 i feel like it worked so i gotta give it to harper wow <laughs> i'm gonna i got it with a good example but poorly formulated <laughs> terry dodson on on the covers for this is so good oh my god dude he does do you know what crushes me about that series is he's like he does the art for the entirety of the first book and then mm-hmm. the second book it's not him Mm. it's so good like it's still good oh no actually the the seventh issue he does the art on because the opening page of that seventh issue is terry dodson drawing an entire page of black cat and i remember seeing it and going like oh my somewhere in the world sean just like perked up and his heart started racing like (laughs) (laughs) what issues this (laughs) <laughs> what year did it come out but did terry dodson yeah just 2012 i just like one of the best as soon as it hit the, the shelves i was just there like i sense a disturbance in the fall honestly the, the black hat the way he draws leather shining very very well done mm, yeah 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 i, I Good like series. his uh, fantastic i will say i don't think the shining covers. is a 10 out of 10 unpopular opinion. i agree it's a, it's an eight but anyway yeah. <laughs> and that's a hero story if you I think Doctor these... Sleep. I'll give a ten out of ten. Oh, I love Doctor Sleep. Sleep. Oh, if god, you so good. Enjoyed oh. these uh, debates. Let us know. And we'll, I don't know why I'm so, saying this so strangely. Let us know. We'll continue. If you uh, enjoy JD. these debates, actually, 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 <laughs> another. If I could ask, if anyone wants to message the page about any like other ideas for for games we can do on the show, please let us yeah, know. Yeah, add a hero story on Instagram. I think we enjoy this a lot because sometimes we can kind of spin our wheels a bit and thor yeah. and thor hunter will be like here's thor for this week and i'm sitting over here like i could not give less of a fuck i care though i know i gotta be honest like i feel like this keeps it interesting because it's not the formulaic exactly. news comics like instead it's more just like what do we know what do we like i feel yeah. like there's more passion when we do quizzes and, and even if we you. don't do a quiz one day i'm down just to talk about comics in general you're reading yeah. a lot yeah. of daredevil right now harper i'm reading a lot of avengers i wouldn't mind talking about that stuff i actually i've i've dived into star wars comics yeah okay nice. So- <laughs> oh, nice uh and that's that's a hero story so i don't know what else to say a little bit chair here. I'll, I'll end this with my chair squeaking can you guys hear that this is the last episode we'll be on now. 